Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I'm your main bitch, Kim. Happy Thursday, Thursday. And, uh, you know, yins, guys, did you go to BravoCon? Did ya? Because I didn't. I was in Chicago, and I do have to say, my Chicago trip was fun as fuck. Let me tell you what I did. Woke up on Friday. It was, what, quarter to six or something? Left around quarter to seven. Yes, I drove. I'm the bitch that drove. I hate that drive. It's the worst. It's like eight hours. Ugh. I'd rather hop a flight, but I needed my car to stuff more shit from my place. So, leave it like seven. Then I got there uh, around 2, 2, 2.30, whatever. It was totally fine, trying to pack a lot of shit. Uh, a girlfriend of mine came over. She had a gig later on that night. She's a bass player. She's badass. Check her out. Emma Dayhuff. Yes, you're welcome, girl. Shout out. Anyways, so she had a gig, and I went with her. It was actually, no, I didn't want go with her. I went to go see her. A friend of mine came to pick me up. Haven't seen him in a while. It was a really good time. We went to go see her. Saw a couple other people that I knew. And uh, after that, we went to uh, another club nearby. Has live music. It's called the California Clipper. If Yin's guys never been to it, go. It's awesome. But when we were there after her gig was over, it wasn't live music night. You know what it was? It was DJ night, bitches. So... You know what we did? We danced our asses off like we were Jennifer Lopez, Shakira, honey. We were getting lit. No, it was really fun. Had three margaritas. Yes, you're welcome, Kyle Richards. There you go. And a shot at tequila, honey. Yes. Super fun. Totally loved it. Then the next day, you know what I did? Shoved a shit ton of people that I wanted to see just in a Saturday. Saw a couple girlfriends that I went to school with. Then I saw a couple other girlfriends. I was both at their weddings. One, I was in their wedding, like they're fabulous gals. And then I hung out with my dude in the evening. It was awesome. We had such a good time. Then I left Sunday morning. I'm fucking tired still. And it wasn't really that long ago, but it feels like it was yesterday. So that was my weekend. Whilst everyone else who had the Bravo Bucks to spend to go to New York City and uh, be a part of that fun mess that I wish I was a part of, but I don't have that fucking money, honey. I don't have El De Niro. No, I do not. So going on Instagram, seeing a bunch of shit, the people that I know who actually are at BravoCon or were at BravoCon because it was just the weekend, seemed pretty cool. I definitely feel like, yes, it's the second time that they've done this. And I really think each year it's just going to get shadier and shadier as fuck because like on Watch What Happens Live, especially last night, (laughs) it was like all the shady housewives. But let me tell you this. How the fuck did Heather DeBro get into the shady category? I don't understand that. Who else was in there that I was like, what? How are you shady? I don't understand. Who I was thinking that should really be in there. Why the fuck wasn't Giselle there? She's shady as fuck. She says the best shit. Why wasn't she there? I love what she says. She should have been there. Let me see who else should have been there. Um, Oh, another person that I was like, why are you there? 
Caroline Stanbury. I don't think she's that shady. I was a little confused. Ion, yes, I could totally see her being there. And I love the little back and forth that her and Phaedra had as far as like, oh, well, at least I can afford my clothes. No, bitch, I'm a supermodel. I'm like the biggest model here. You wish that you were me, da, 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 da. So I feel like that's what BravoCon is going to be years to come. And I'm excited about it. And maybe hopefully I'll actually go to one of them. So other person that I thought was kind of funky that was there... Hmm. I don't know, the chick from Miami, but I don't watch the show, so is she really shady? I don't know. I don't know if she's that entertaining to me. But yeah, it was interesting. Uh, And then there was another episode of Watch What Happens Live. People squashing each other's beefs. You got Vicky and Ashley Darby. Ashley saying Vicky didn't give her any of her time. And Vicky's like, well, I didn't know that you were a housewife. I mean, I just, I was like, where's the housewife? Da, da, da. And then Ashley's like, bitch, I've been here. Okay. Yeah, but like, I made you guys like, if Orange County wasn't so successful, uh, none of the other franchises would be here. Shut up, Vicky. Like, you're exhausting to me. I can't. Then you got Tamara on there trying to be hard as fuck. You know, that gets old after a while. Was Meredith a part of the shade factor? If she was, that was stupid. Lisa Barlow, eh, whatever. But anyways, let's move on. BravoCon seemed pretty cool. Uh, Oh, one thing that I took a photo of that I thought was interesting. All right, this dude, this is on Instagram. Bravo underscore after underscore thoughts underscore. Post this. Because someone was like, what's the T at BravoCon? And he says, Kathy, I'm reading this uh, verbatim. Kathy Hilton and Sutton Strock needed to be, quote, unquote, kept apart. For undisclosed reason, Caroline Brooks and Chanel Ion, Dubai Housewives, uh, duh, we already know that. They nearly scratched each other's eyes out backstage of Legends Ball before filming. Had to be pulled apart twice by several people. Ion said something to Brooks about her not being able to afford to buy her own dresses, and they went at it. Brandy Glanville, absolutely wasted, saying some not-so-great things backstage. I'll try to think of more. LOL, a lot happened. So, I mean, Brandy, are we shocked? No, she's fabulously annoying, but uh, I did enjoy her on Ultimate Girls Trip, too, (laughs) I do have to say. So that's what I'm gathering from BravoCon. Uh, Heather Debro said the biggest diva in uh, the Bravo Lab world is Andy. Ha! She got out of that quick because she didn't want to put a bitch under the bus for someone else to come after her. So good for you, Heather. Way to stay classy and rich as usual. But let's fast forward, or no, let, not fast forward, let's fucking segue to this week's Bravo. Potomac, baby. My bitches. I do have to say, I hope Potomac gets more exciting. I'm a little bored with it right now. Things need, you know what? This past episode, to be continued, because Giselle was like to Candace, your husband wanted to talk to me in this room. My glam squad was gone. And I don't know, I felt not good. I was uncomfortable. And then Candace says, Are we really doing this? And she had to talk to this producer. What the hell was his name? Eric, maybe? Shout out Eric or Joe, whatever the fuck your name is. Uh, But you seem nice because you gave her your time. She goes in the bathroom. She's like, we're not going to do this. We have Michael Darby to do that with. You are not going to come after my husband. Relax, Candace. Re-fucking-lax. And 
Another big highlight of the episode. I'm kind of backtracking uh, and then coming back, whatever. Another big thing in the episode was Ashley said, hey, Giselle, what the fuck? Candace's husband, Chris, came into my DMs last night. This was after the uh, spring has sprung party with Kern. So I guess he came into her DMs and was like, you should come. You should have come to the W, which is where he works. But guess what? Ashley did not know at the time that he was the general manager there. So then she's like, oh, okay, no harm, no foul, I guess. So, but she still wanted to tell Candace. Now, Robin also did not think it was a big deal. Yeah, it was 2.30, whatever. That was probably when he was done, but he was probably like, hey, come out. And then Candace is telling uh, Giselle later on, she's like, oh, no, wait, she told Ashley this when they met together because Ashley Wanted to meet up with Candace and say, hey, look, I have this info. I need to tell you because if I don't, that's shady as fuck. And I know that you came to me when we were at Monique's house years ago and you brought me some shit about strippers and shit with Michael. So I wanted to return the favor. This is what happened. And then Candace was just like, "Okay, did he say anything, whatever? And she's like, no, I just thought I'd tell you. And then she's like, well, Chris is trying to rebrand the W because he wants really cool ass people to come out, which is probably why he told you. And he was probably done with his shift. And that's why he said you should come out because you guys were out and all that kind of stuff. Again, I think no harm, no foul too. Kind of on Robin's side and Ashley's. Giselle, I don't know where she's getting at. I don't know if she's just having like the trauma from her terrible relationship with Jamal come up. Maybe that's the case. So, you know, she just needed to express her feelings, so to speak, you know. But if we go to the beginning of the episode, it starts with uh, the continuous, do you have cancer? Do you not have cancer? What the fuck up is with you, Mia? And then Mia's like, if you think that I'm doing this for attention, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. So obviously that went left. And uh, Giselle knew that because she met up with Robin and said, that went left. Maybe I should text her. So, of course text is sent. Mia is like, I don't respond to people that don't respect me. So you can make an appointment, bitch, is what she said. That was good. Yes, I need to use that in my life currently for certain situations. Just saying. So then after that, let's see what else happened. Oh, Ashley hosts this beautiful little like dance sesh sexy dance the sexy time dance for all the gals they come up and they're like athleisure with like high heels that's funny (laughs) and um if you see everyone do the dances Ashley I would say and you know what honestly Wendy too they both have really good rhythm Ashley probably has the best rhythm out of all of them Candace wasn't doing that bad Wendy was pretty good. (laughs) Giselle thinks that she's good. She's kind of pulling the eye on, thinking she's the most fabulous dancer, but honey, you're pretty terrible. Just like everyone thinks that your fashion is. But guess what? Is that reasonably shady? Yes, but you know, Giselle, that I fucking love you and Robin, so that's all I'm saying. I know that you guys are a package deal, and I am here for it. So when we see Giselle, what she calls dancing, we see her do that. (laughs) You just look back at Robin. Oh, my God. For how beautiful she is. Like, she is drop-dead gorgeous. (laughs) I just love her so much because you know that she was not taking that dance seriously. She was, like, sipping her drink, whatever. It was champagne and shit. And then they were trying to, like, fucking hump the floor or whatever. And she's just, like, you know, doing, like, downward dog, like, doing a stretch or some shit. It was hilarious. And I loved it. 
Robin, this is why we can relate to you. And this is why I think she will never go off the show. I know a lot of people think that she's boring. And for those who do, I don't like Gins, guys. Like, shape up. Be better than the gap. So I think she's just really relatable. That moment proved it for sure. Not every lady has, like, the rhythm and all this kind of shit. She displayed it. She owned it that she's not that great at that shit. But, you know, that just makes me love her even more. I think she's fabulous. It's great. And uh, then after that whole dance situation, that's whenever Giselle was like, Candace, I have to talk to you about Chris. So that's what I remember about the episode. Also, too, Karen and uh, her husband, Ray, had a convo because she went to the doctor talking about her breast augmentation and all that shit. And Ray's voicing a concern saying, I don't think we should be encouraging anyone to be doing that. And then Karen's like, well, you know, whenever they're ready. And then he's like, no, no, no. I don't think we should be doing that at all to like our, you know, our nieces and all that kind of shit and our daughter especially. Like, I don't think we need to do that. And then Karen's like, well, if they really want to do it. And then he's like, okay, I hear you. But like, I don't think you should be planting that shit in their mind. I agree with Ray. Let them figure out later if they want to do that. But if they're like in their early 20s, No, let them fuck shit up and make stupid decisions so they can learn and shit. And then if they want to do that later on down the line, if they have the money, go great, do it. But don't do it now. Like live your life. And then the only other thing was whenever Mia and Gordon met up with one of her uh, girlfriends. That's basically uh, she is going to be with Gordon if Mia dies first or something like that. So they were having a conversation about the spring party and how everyone was being fucked up with the whole cancer, non-cancer thing. So that's what I got out of the episode. You know, Dr. Wendy uh, fully extending herself too much where it seems like that's why she's going to end up going to the hospital from the trailer. You know, her storyline right now is a little boring. But, uh, you know, Ashley getting the house with Michael, Giselle calling her out saying, you don't do that if you're divorcing. Ashley's like, well, didn't you reconcile with Jamal? And then Giselle's like, 15 years later, like, what the fuck? So, you know, that was going on. Sharice is just like, hey, you know what? You get anything that you can from this situation. When Robin's like, no. And then Sharice is like, bitch, yes, you get everything. Try to get everything. And then if you don't, get something. So Sharice is all about getting what's rightfully hers. So she says, oh, also too, lovely, lovely. Where were they? So uh, they were at someone's place. I don't know if it was the spring thing, but we saw Katie. Girl, old Katie. Yes, love, love, love. Came over, hugged Ray because we all know that Ray had a thing for her. She pats him on the ass. It was great. Karen's like, don't do that, Ray. I'm watching you. That was just a good moment. Good comic relief for the show. I enjoyed that. Thank you, Katie. Come back on the show. I want to go to the hoedown again. I want to see those damn balloons. Those were so much fun. So now, if we go to Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, unfortunately, was not what it was for me last week. It wasn't as exciting. Coming back from, you know, Garcelle and Diana with the whole jacks and the bots and all that kind of stuff. So that didn't really resolve itself. And then there were just some other things. Crystal and Kyle were going at it again. And then, honestly, it was kind of a blur because I didn't find it as exciting just because I think I was so anticipating the Kathy Hilton thing. And, of course, they wait until the very last, like, five minutes. And then Andy's like, we're going to bring out Kathy. And then it's like, concluding. 
The Real Housewives Reunion, Part 3. Kathy Hilton. I was just like, what the fuck? You made us think that Kathy Hilton was coming tonight. Why would you do that to us? So, I think I was a little disappointed because I was under the impression she was going to be there. But it's going to be next week. So we got to slow our roll and just hold tight. But it seems as if whenever Kathy is addressing Lisa Rinna, whenever Lisa was like, hey, you know what? You said that you were going to destroy your sister. And then Kathy fires back. Ooh, this is going to be exciting. She says, well, you know what, Lisa? Do you remember that I said other things too? And then you said, yes, you preach into the choir. Do you remember those things, Lisa? It's almost like Ashley from Southern Charm. Come on, Chelsea. Come on, Lisa. Oof, I'm so excited for that. But I would have to say, Throughout this week of Bravo with my shows, I was down with Salt Lake City. Last week it was boring, but this week, Heather and Whitney, I'm sorry. Listen, I know that Whitney is now discovering that she went through some like childhood trauma and shit. I think that is awful. It's terrible. I feel bad for her, right? But she is kind of like taking shit out on other people, Heather especially at this moment. And like, guess what? Heather called you out, bitch. I don't know. And honestly, maybe it's just because I really, I don't like Whitney. She annoys me. I wouldn't want to be her friend because she thinks that other people stir shit. She's like the biggest shit stir on the fucking show. Her and Lisa Barlow. And the crazy thing is, she made that trip to Arizona for Jen before she had to go to New York to do the whole thing for her legal shit. And as Heather said, she made the whole trip about her. And then Whitney's like, no, but now I'm discovering that I never had a voice and you're not letting me have a voice and I felt safe with you and blah, blah, blah. Shut up, Whitney. No, I can't deal with you. As Heather said, you're going up a river without a fucking paddle. Like enough, enough. Doesn't make sense to me. And just the way that she would say Heather, like you were my safe space. Heather, shut up. Op, I can't take it. I really think it is just because I don't really like Whitney. I don't know. And the fact of the matter is, why the hell? Who gives a shit even if Lisa was giving blowies to get jazz tickets, which is hilarious, like, because the jazz, are they even good? Like, the NBA, you're not talking about the jazz. You're talking about the Warriors, the fucking Clippers, the LA Lakers. Like, come on, the Brooklyn Nets. (sighs) I can't deal. Boston Celtics. Not the jazz. Oh, my God. So I thought that was interesting. And also while they're having that lunch before they go back to Salt Lake, (laughs) you just have Lisa Barlow sitting there. And then you got Heather and Whitney talking about the blowies. And then all of a sudden she's like, could we like stop talking about this? Because like this is making me feel not good. And da, 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 da. (sighs) It was great. But also it was uh, quite tender to see that. Meredith and Lisa had a good hug after Jen left because Meredith was basically saying in her confessional, you know, after this Jen thing, you can really figure out the things that you need to let go because she's going through the ringer with all of this and it is much more intense than what we're dealing with. So it was a nice moment. Did we get that with Heather and Whitney? No. I enjoyed the way that it opened up whenever Heather was just like, 
fuck you. You lost me, babe. You lost me. And then Whitney was like, you lost me, Heather. And she's like, fuck you. I didn't lose anything. You lost me, bitch. Oh, dude, Heather is like, in my opinion, she's like the best on the show. She provides comedic relief. She really doesn't back down with shit. I like her. She's a loyal friend. I, I'd kick it with her. I want to kick it. You know, Heather, call me up. Let's hang out. Come to Pittsburgh. Let me come to Salt Lake. Let's shoot the shit. So, and I do feel bad for Jen. Ooh, but I also did see my mom sent me an article about Jen Shaw being released. I don't think she is uh, involved with the show anymore. Let me get it. Let me see. All right. It says, Real Housewives star, Jen Shaw. This is from Radar Online, Lisa Vanderpump Radar. It says, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star, Jen Shaw, trashes Andy Cohen after Bravo boss teases that she's no longer with the network after she did the guilty plea. So I guess Andy insinuated that uh, she's no longer part of the cast after the whole wire fraud, I plead guilty and all that shit. It's crazy because Jen is saying, what the fuck? This is a double standard. Teresa Judice goes to jail for like a year, yet she's still on the show. Why the fuck am I off? Okay. So when I told my mom or whenever I was talking to my mom about that, she's like, yeah, that's true. But like Teresa didn't like steal a shit ton of money from people, kind of like what Tom Girardi is allegedly being accused of, along with Erica, were you involved? But she's getting a lot of cases dropped with her. So, but it seems here that Jen was not at a BravoCon franchise panel, or she wasn't at her franchise panel at BravoCon. She went back on Twitter by agreeing, she agreed with some fan on Twitter that claimed that he was making an example out of her because of the color of her skin. And then apparently Andy says, this is a quote again from Radar Online. It says, once we wrap season three, she pled guilty. I think that was kind of unfortunately the end of, you know, the engagement there. That's what he said to a room full of fans and why she did not show up at BravoCon. He wants to talk to her at some point, and uh, he has a lot of questions. We'll see if that happens. Did they record the reunion? I'm not really sure. So, yeah, she's not sentenced yet, so we'll see what happens. And now I guess the article goes on, but I guess Tamara from OC then accused Jen of bulldozing into her Big Apple hotel room over the weekend, and Heather Gay was quick to jump to her defense when Tamara attempted to throw Shaw under the bus. I don't know. That seems kind of, okay, who cares? So that's what's going on with that. Again, BravoCon, cool, whatever. So, but yeah, I would say this week it goes to Salt Lake City, then obviously Potomac, Beverly Hills, ugh. But I feel like maybe unless Potomac is stepping up their game, which I think it will just because Candace was like, we're not going to do this with my husband, which is great. I'm looking forward to it. I think, oh, also too, did you guys see them perform at one of the Watch What Happens Lives? It was like Legends Ball or whatever the fuck it is. Listen, Candace, that high note, honey, you needed some help with that. And I've been there before, but uh, I hope you at least warmed up and that wasn't your warm up. So that was a little painful to see. Same thing with Sheena. I mean, 
I don't know. She's like bubble gums and gumdrops and shit. I just, I can't. And I just need to know what the fuck's going on with Vanderpump Rules. I'm watching old school episodes now. I'm enjoying. It was the season when Jax, you know, fucked Faith, which I think personally might have been the best season of the show. And yeah, I'm enjoying it thoroughly and I'm just waiting and anxiously anticipating whenever Potomac gets better and better and better because I know that it will. It will not disappoint. And let's see. Beverly Hills is almost over. Also, too, did any of you guys notice? I don't think any of the real girlfriends of Paris were there because I don't think anyone liked the show. And also the Southern Charm reunion last week. Ooh. Shep was really getting reamed by Taylor. And you know what? Taylor, you probably shouldn't have talked about his parents. That probably wasn't the best look. But hell hath no fury than a woman scorned, man. And guess what, Shep? You got it on national television. You know what? I feel like it's overdue for you because you've done this, I'm sure, to so many other women, except they didn't have a public platform the way that Taylor does to really ream you out. And, you know, hopefully... You can be better than the gap. Yes, I said it again. You're welcome, Yins, guys. But that was an intense moment to see. I mean, even Andy said, dude, I feel bad for you with all of this. Like, and this is the first time that I've ever said this to you on this show, <laughs> which is true. So that was pretty intense. We'll see. Uh, oh, yeah. Winter House is going on. Eh, Craig is annoying. This is just ugh, Craig. You And then Austin. I just can't. I can't with these two. I really can't. Andrea, you're fucking hot. You're not on the show. but And then the guy that got Lindsay pregnant. I forget his name, but he's hot too. And whenever he comes and Lindsay shows up with Carl, because of course they're engaged, it seems as if the episode's tonight. It seems as if they're going to have a conversation where they didn't really resolve shit. So that will be interesting. I mean, they had some serious life shit happen to them. They are connected in such a way that none of those people in that house will understand. So I'm anxious to see that moment. Hopefully they can be fucking adults about it because, you know, with my personal experience, I have not dealt with adult fucking dudes. They are children and I'm pissed off about that. Am I bitter? Yes, I'm sorry. I will stop talking about it. Okay, my problem, not Yin's guys's. You know, Yin's guys are kick ass. I'm so appreciative that you guys keep coming back for more because I like to dish it out and it's a lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening and, you know, follow me, Bravo Yinzer, uh, Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R, and follow us. This is Instagram, of course, uh, at Believe Network and at Believe Lifestyle. Believe is B-L-E-A-V. And enjoy Winter House. I'm excited. Potomac, baby, let's step it up because uh, Salt Lake City gave a good, uh, good performance this week. Let's step up your game, Potomac, because... My East Coast bitches are the bitches. And uh, for even someone to say, I think, who said the fucking, I think Tamara said this, and this pissed me off. Someone asked who, what what was the most boring housewife show? And I think she's, if it was not her, someone said Dubai. And you know who I say, you know what I say to that person? Fuck you. You're wrong. And it's probably, oh, no, wait. You know what? It was Tamara. It was Tamara because Andy said, I thought you would have said OC last season. She's like, oh, yeah, that too. But yeah, Tamara, fuck you. You're wrong. Dubai was awesome. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the show. You're going to be dramatic as fuck. 
but it's okay because I'll watch it and uh, I'll be entertained because even though I don't like you on the show, you could be a nice gal. So there's that. Yins, guys, have a kick-ass weekend and I shall catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.